Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to yes. a weekly episode of your favourite Beer Fridge Podcast with your host, Mark Dixon. And yes, you're wondering, no, it's not the usual Gavin Bingo voice starting this podcast. He's off sunning himself in Mallorca, so you're left with the B-Squad. And um, as always... Um, Support the podcast wherever you can, socials and via uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. As you can tell, the intro is short and sweet, um, and I would rather get stuck into guest and beer. Um, today I'm joined by usual drinking buddy, Mr. Muir. How are you, my friend? I'm grand. Yourself? Uh, winning. Um, winning. Fabulous. And I... Uh, 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 a late addition, shall we say, to today's roster um, is Andrew slash Barney from Barney's Brewing in Edinburgh. How are you doing, mate? Hello there. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, like I said, for uh, agreeing to come on and uh, grace us with your time. I know how busy you are and we're going to get stuck into what's keeping you busy um, in the next couple of weeks. But let's start off, since I've managed to get through somewhat of an introduction with beer and what are we drinking so i'm going to start with a guest um so barney tell me what you're drinking okay so i have got a glass of culture dvh which is our kvike session pale ale uh we actually we canned it a few days ago and as ever we have a short a few short fills so <laughs> yes they, you have to drink them fresh so uh Correct. so yeah it's uh, it's tasting good. It's tasting great, despite as being Gab would, as Gab five... would say, that's that, that's third world problems right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like five mil short, but it's tasting grand. Excellent. <laughs> it is the best part about working. I'd say the best part, but one of the best parts of working in the brewing industry is when you say, "Ah, oh, the can of machine or the bottle machine just messed up a few runs," and you think. <laughs> oh, oh well, let, let me try it and make sure it's it's tasting good. So, um, Kavik. IPA sounds uh, IPL sounds awesome. Um, Cal, what are you on, mate? Um, I'm on a, a lucky accident here. Um, I dived into the shop um, and picked up, because my beer fridge is depressingly empty at the minute, um, and I picked up a bottle of my favourite supermarket German pills, and it's Kronbacher, um, Kronbacher pills, and uh, unfortunately left managed to leave it in the freezer for um, about, th- about three hours. Um, so it's proper icy cold, and I'm 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 properly authentically drinking it in the Cronbacher uh, glass there, um, which was liberated from Germany um, in 1998. So um, it's actually uh, a, a, a very a, literally it's a very old Cronbacher glass, um, but it's it's icy cold out of the freezer as you would expect, and it's perfect going down an absolute storm. It's such a I've got to admit, it's such a it's such a great supermarket beer, and does exactly what. I suppose what you want from one the price point and two the flavour, so I can never argue with it. And Absolutely. Per- perfectly seasonal as well with the uh, Oktoberfest happening at the same time. Exactly. Right? That this was my pathetic attempt at an Oktoberfest um, at, at the eleventh <laughs> hour. So yeah, I've, I've got a German. I've got another German wet beer um, down the stairs to, to drink later as well. So <laughs> it is the season. I'm a. I'm on. Um, I'm on Belgian. Wet beer from our uh, whole garden. Um, this is straight out the the perfect draft machine. It's been sitting here for a little while. I'm sitting. I'm in correct glassware as well. I'm in. I don't. When I mean correct glassware, I'm in correct shape of glass. But I'm uh, definitely not supporting uh, 
Ho Gardens, uh, glassware. I'm far more closer to home um, <laughs> with my glassware, shall we say. Um, I just love wheat beer. This I'm saying this time of year, but I'm just going a total mad craze for it just now. I think it's perfect season, and especially when it's icy cold, like Cal mentions, it's such a such a. I, I just think it's a, just a total change, and um, when you're used to either lager or IPAs, pails, and all that fun crafty stuff. So the reason, not not that we need a reason to get Barney on, but I suppose the reason that Barney's on uh, today is to promote, I suppose, the highly anticipated Gravity Beer Festival. Um, so I've got to admit, long overdue, um, a, a craft beer festival in the capital in Edinburgh. Um, I suppose we, I know uh, your colleague Ali and I had this conversation months uh, back about as, as soon as basically the We Are Beer event in Glasgow got cancelled, which was supposed to be me, maybe, give or take. Anyway, in and around that time, so it was cancelled well before, and we're thinking we need beer festivals in Scotland, we need beer festivals in Glasgow, we need beer festivals in Edinburgh, and Ali Trudy, his words, is, um, and with yourself, you're you're putting on an event at Summer Hall in Edinburgh, the 29th of September and the 30th of September, so uh, Barney, just kind of tell us a little bit about it, basically. Yeah, I mean, as, as you said, there seems to be, you know, a gap of not really having, you know... Festivals of any kind of scale or size in in uh, well in Edinburgh. I mean, there's 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 bits and pieces, but there's Moonwake had you know there's just at the end of July there, um, and I guess as is still fairly modest in its scale. So that for the first year, um, we're just doing it in in uh, the main hall and the gallery bar at Summer Hall for people who know it. Um, we have got 15 brewers and cider makers. Uh, what in total? There's 14 brewers and one cider supplier <laughs> um, before people think there's 15 ciders. Um, so we're, we're kind of operating it on similar lines to the We Are Beer Festivals. Uh, so it's an all-in event. So you pay your ticket price of Um, but then that gets you the opportunity to, to sample as many beers as you want over the course of the session. Uh, and then of the, the breweries that we have invited they've pretty much all got a connection to one of us at the brewery one way or another so they're people we've worked with or studied with or just come across at other festivals or this that and the other so um we're really pleased with the lineup uh you know when, when we sort of set out on this journey and uh, uh you know and ali was a big part of persuading us to, to go along with it um i think that uh you know we we, we had lots of great ideas of who we would get involved and and I'm I'm pleased to say that we've pretty much pulled them off and and in terms of uh you know the people that we've got coming along we're very pleased and we've got some great sponsors as well I'll I'll mention them at some point as well so uh yeah I think um like you said the the key aspect for me is the it's overdue there's so many um festivals that happen like we see it when, because of the podcast and we're touching base with breweries down south and things and every it's like every second week or every month there's some form of festival that not everybody's going to but there's you know a collection of 
awesome craft breweries showing up at somebody's field, somebody's tap room, somebody, wherever it is. And I don't know, and I know for a fact it's not because of the relationships within Edinburgh and Glasgow, because like we know, like the beer community in, in central Scotland and over like the UK as a whole, but we're talking about central Scotland and pulling resources together is phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. like Edinburgh, like there's so many good broodies in Edinburgh and, and, and vice versa in Glasgow. And I'm really chuffed that he's managed it because I know Ali was digging his heels in about it when we were speaking about it and knowing, knowing him, he's uh uh, he was kind of shooting for it because at the end of the day, you know, it's a good day and it's uh, or a good weekend. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the other thing that um, you know that we're really pleased about as well is that uh, that somebody from all of the breweries is coming along as well. So you know, there's, there's a, I think a massive the, one now. Yeah, I think the furthest afield is Brighton with Abyss. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's and it's about half of the breweries are from Scotland and then. I think so that we had appeal so people could come and get something to drink that they couldn't find in their local bottle shop or, uh, you know, at their local pub. We thought we took the decision that, yeah, let's get some breweries that are further afield just, you know, that, 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 so that people can get something that they've not had before. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a great idea because, like you say, we can get anything online now and, you know, but... Yeah, and we're going. We're going to touch on your um, who's coming. You know the brewery list because it is awesome. It is awesome. Um, but you know, people, uh, you see, getting access to specific beers, unless you're going directly to the brewers that you can obviously online now. Like, but getting draft beer from the likes of Abyss, you've mentioned them. You know, is so so different to getting a canned product when. You don't know one how long it's been in the can, you don't bottle and all that fun stuff that we usually talk about. Uh because let's be honest, like draft it's draft beer uh, or cast beer and, and on the other side too is the way that the beer's supposed to be drank. That's what you spend all the time um formulating and you know, yeah. making sure that it's uh, carved correctly and all that kind of stuff is to make sure it comes out of the font. The way it's supposed to. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a really good point. It hadn't really occurred to me, you know, that uh, because the brewers are going to be there themselves, obviously, the, the, as well as them being able to talk about it and everything else, it's going to be tip top, right? Because if you're the brewer, you're not going to serve it. Whereas there's some festivals I've been to and I've had beer and gone, I've had that before and it didn't taste like that, you know. Yeah, so exactly. I, 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 yeah, I hadn't really thought of that as uh, as being an a, you know an advantage. The the other thing is, you know, when people are coming to a festival there's i'm not saying there's a competitive aspect of it but we know when you're going people are bringing the fresh stuff they're bringing the good stuff they're not just punting the oh i've had a couple of kegs of that sitting for a while let's just take that and get rid of it because like, <laughs> you know yeah you you're the if, face you're, you're there. taking a reputation on it as much as anything exactly. else. particularly particularly if, if there's, there's staff going um from the actual brewery um, yeah. Which, which, which. By the way, I think it's amazing. Like when we, we Scott and I um, were at the uh, the Siba event at, at Edmondson House in Glasgow um, a couple of weekends ago, um, and apart from you know a, a few exceptions, the vast majority of the the, the breweries were unrepresented, um, and it's 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 a, it's a real shame um, because. There, there are people out there that that are wanting to speak to these people, you know, wanting to to find out 
you know, because because it's 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 interesting. You you're getting breweries from all over the place, like you say that you're not necessarily <clears throat> tasting very often, um, and to have somebody there that that was involved in that process to speak to speak to them about the brewery, learn about it, and and you know that might that might generate a sale. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally, totally agree with you, mate. Um, so I suppose let's get into the nitty gritty because at the end of the day, people are going <laughs> to be listening. Who to is this. there? Yeah, people are going to be listening to this, thinking, "Yeah, okay, great, we've got a festival in Edinburgh, um, but um, it's thirty-seven fifty a ticket for for the sessions, and but am I getting am I getting value for my money? Am I going to get the beers that I want and all this fun stuff? And what we're about to tell you is you're a hundred percent getting value for your money, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and if. If people um, and if the brewers or someone that is representing each brewery is going to be there too, then you're getting inside knowledge. Like you say, it's getting poured properly. They're bringing the best stuff because, like I said, the competition aspect. Like, oh, Barney's is pouring. What? Well, I've got. Well, we've got our pale ale. Oh, let's get a wee taste off. Oh, so and so's got. Right. There's always that at a festival because. You get the pale ale drinkers that go round. You get the double IPA drinkers that go round. You get the stout chasers that taste every stout, and then you come away and you compare it with your mates yep. and you're steaming drunk, getting your kebab afterwards. <laughs> um, so, like, before we go the whole list, what brewery are you most chuffed out of oh. all fifteen that you mentioned? <laughs> so we've got a cider. Let's put you right on the spot here. Ah, uh, I didn't think I was going to get that one. Um, yeah, well, Gav's not here. He's usually the diplomatic one. I'm usually I'm yeah, the yeah. one that tries to put people under pressure. Uh, There's only the one answer for me. Really? Well, yeah. I'm, I guess yeah, I'm sticking my neck out. So yeah, there's one for me that I think is that it's a they're a pantheon uk brewery for me as in like they are the top of the top and when i'm saying that i'm guessing you're that you know who i'm talking about but um, yeah i think so i mean i don't want to single anybody out because you know for different you reasons, wimp. <laughs> they, well for different but i think you know one of the other things that we've done here is is we've we've also looked to get breweries involved that cover different styles and you know yeah. so at one end you've got adnams which is uh i guess in a lot of respects, you know, longer established and, yeah. and and known for their more traditional beers. But, you know, who knows what they're going to bring? I don't know. Um, and then you've got, you know, we've got breweries that are, are known for their sour beers. Uh, and then we've got people who are doing much, you know, hop forward and all, you know. So I think there's like a real range of, of things. Yeah. Um, there's people that are really well regarded for different reasons in the in the brewing world so you know uh yeah i think it would be unfair to single anybody out and i think it's one of those it's like one of those it's that question that people say what's your favorite beer and it's like well it depends what day of the week it is and True. you know because last week how you're feeling on that day yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so i think uh I'm, i am going to wimp out uh and to be honest it's 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 not just wimping out because I'm you know I'm really pleased genuinely pleased with the the lineup that we've got and I'm excited by it as well. I think it's it's you know we, it it offers a lot. I've never seen someone be split in two by sitting on the fence so hard there, Barney. That was <laughs> rude. but uh, that was such a diplomatic answer to me trying to um, get you in a wee bit of hot water. But uh, I. It was one of the things I was actually going to mention earlier, and you've hit the nail on the head. The variety of 
style of beer that is going to be on show uh, at the festival, I think, is tremendous. And considering it is only 15 breweries, now it's not like you're hitting you know, a big We Are Beer event. We've done Manchester and London and all these places and you've got you know, 50, 60, 70 breweries. You're going to have a chance to try everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 breweries is quite a difficult way to say, right, we want local, we want well-established, we want, um, you know, mixed firm, we want stout, we want sour, we want lager, we want traditional, we want the the crafty stuff. Um, and I think you've done pretty well. But anyway, I'll, I'll start shouting some of these out um, and we'll get some reaction um, to it. So the one, the the... the, the the brewery that stood out to me right off the bat, and like I said, uh, we've got we've done this thing about the whole Pantheon UK breweries before, and and what I mean, like the A listers, the ones that are there all the time. It doesn't matter if they, you know, fill beer into a brown bottle with a brown label on it, and just and but do it no matter the style. Um, they make awesome beer, and it's the kernel right off the bat. I think, yeah, as a as an A list draw to bring the kernel from london up to edinburgh and give people access to the beer i know they've done a couple we are beer and stuff up i think as soon as i seen you promote the kernel i thought what a what a catch for me um um so that's me saying my piece as i say i'm i i'm not shy about stepping out on a ledge and saying they are the the a-listers there is Unbelievable breweries all over this map, um, but they were the ones for me. I'm going to spend 20, 30 seconds on bumming up the kernel, basically. Uh, (laughs) uh, I think you hit hit the nail on the head in terms of variety, Mark. And it's not just variety in terms of style, it's variety in terms of, you know, footprint as well. Because if if you drink craft beer or, 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 or associated with craft beer for any length of time, there's certain breweries like the kernel and like you know, Holy Goat and Brew York and things like that, 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 that yes, you're definitely going to recognise these, but there's, there's, there's breweries that are coming that I hadn't heard of, things like McCall's um, and that, the, the Adnams, uh, I hadn't I hadn't heard those before. And it's a massive opportunity, not only for these breweries to, to access a market that they've not necessarily had much an impact on, but as, for, as a consumer as well, I'd be thinking, well, let's, Get into these new breweries as as much as as much at that, and for me that's as much a draw as an established A list brewery like the Kernel. Yeah, I think the I I I totally agree. Um, I think you've heard of Adams, like when you see the badge or whatever, like right. you'll think to yourself, I've definitely seen it, um, especially cask and all the rest of it. You're right, okay. thinking, right, okay, um, McCall's, um, Daniel is going to join the podcast next week. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> good. So he's, he's good value. He's I I, I I'm going to um I am going to lay in him a bit because um he didn't give me a job like yourself, Barney. I actually, know that I'm saying that um <laughs> um a few a few years back, but uh, like I don't hold grudges. Um, not too not too hard anyway. Um, <laughs> I joke, of course. Um, but yeah let let's me let me run through these just so we've got them all out into the world so um new barns monster i'd say in edinburgh or some uh, dead end brewing machine getting chris and his um 
shall I say, weird philosophy to beer um, <laughs> um, and pour in. He would be, when you're talking about styles and... I'm not sure what so, what someone's going to bring. That would probably be the uh, <laughs> yep. the first one. Um, Explosive, on, maybe. Oh uh, well, he's. Uh, I'm still. He's still. I'm still, he's, still due, he's still due. He's still due. He's still due a kitchen ceiling. I think yeah, for, for due, one of the yeah, beers, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, a painter fee, that's for sure. Um, we used cherry number that like, popped on me when we were in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Um, there's a wee um, brewery called Barney's. Supposedly they're going as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> creators, creators of mine and Scott's uh, beer of the festival at Manchester. Um, I, I hasten to add. Oh, yep. very nice. That's yep. good to hear. That was the uh, the Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, yeah, yeah, aged, Chardonnay. Uh, no, it was Chardonnay uh, uh, barley. No, it uh, wasn't the white. It wasn't the white wine barley. Uh, it was the red wine barley. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, do yeah. apologise. Yes, well, it was we... the. It was the it was the red wine barleyed and that was yeah. I mean we 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 hit we hit sure shot we hit track we hit um Everyone help me out me. um no I'm I'm talking about before we even went oh, to cloud, the, water. cloud water yeah so it was cloud water sure shot and track we hit their tap rooms before we went to the festival and then we had all the beer in the festival and certainly for me and Scott that was the beer of the day Great. for us um yep yeah, so the white wine one was well, incredible. Well, We'll have we we should have the Pinot Noir on again. I think uh, I think that's in in our plan to be on at some point over the weekend. Nice. Uh, I'm just going to go nip a, and get a charger. So if you want to run through some more names while I'm doing that, yeah, no for worries. It. I'll definitely hit these because I'm going to I'm going to top up my glass as well, Mark. So we could probably uh, mark this for a, a wee snip snapperoo. The snip snipperoo today is basically Gav isn't here to manage this, so Mark's going to keep talking. Um, I think that's the way forward. So um, we've got Abyss, um, like um, Barney mentioned, from um, uh, Brighton. We've got Patrick and the gang from Camper Van, uh, again down in Leith, um, who hopefully should be... Um, should be uh, brewing a wee cheeky collab beer with uh, your favourite beer podcast in the coming months if we can finally pencil that in. Um, McCall's, like Cal mentioned, um, based down in Northumberland, if I remember correctly, from interviews gone past. Um, we'll definitely hear more about them next week. Uh, Adnams, uh, Brew York, um, Gareth and the gang down there, no doubt, bringing some juice for Scythe or or Juice Willis, or whatever it was called. I can't remember all the awesome beer names that uh, Brew York have uh, pumped out over the last couple of years. Uh, Rock Leopard, which was a total out of left field when it was um, was announced for me, but a wicked, wicked brewery and do some really awesome beers. Attic, coming up from Birmingham, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, We've got hard pressed cider, so obviously we should also mention the 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 cider um, brewing coming up. And um, we, it's not the cider fridge podcast, but we'll, we will um, give them a um, no, we, absolutely because um, I like a cider. Um, I'm, I'm prone to appreciate one of the apple drinks every now and again. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Uh, Holy goat, like you mentioned, Cal, um, an absolute. Uh, rock and roll uh, brewery, basically, and I would be there would be another one I would be looking forward to seeing what they're they're bringing. Uh, mentioned the kernel, 
Uh, our good friends at Bruton um, are coming as well. Um, I'm not going to say any more than that. And uh, other world <laughs> brewing. Um, uh, that's an inside joke, Barney. That I'm not going to get you involved in. Um, okay. Um, sure, I'll find out. Yeah, no doubt. Listen to, listen to last week's podcast. You're finished. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, so uh, for people that listen back, that'll uh, that'll tickle their fancy. Um, the good thing is uh, there's a good if with the with the beer being poured, uh, there's a good chance that more people are going to taste said beer that we, we that we mentioned. Um, so which is music to our ears, and then other world brewing. And no offence, Barney, but I honestly think Otherworld could be the best brewery in Scotland slash the UK potentially at this moment in time or this year. Um, yeah, they're making some phenomenal stuff at the minute. They definitely. are. They, they've, I was doing a bit of work for our annual um, awards because obviously with the whole Scottish Beer Awards and all the rest of it, and we're going to touch that. Like, uh, I always... Uh, we like to promote obviously Scottish beer and UK beer industry and all the rest of it. But let's be honest, the only um, the only award ceremony that means anything in the across the whole year is the beer fridge fridges that happen in December. And at the end of the day, that we'll be getting teed up for that in the next couple of months. Which you know, and no doubt. We we'll be starting the Anchorman like battle royales out in the parking lot with breweries, um, just to make sure see who wins some of that. But um, anyway, now everybody's back from charger and phone and Mark can like pass the the buck over a little bit. Uh, Callum, first thoughts on the list of breweries? Aye, I mean I think like like you say, it's 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 like quite polarizing in terms of. Certainly for me, anyway, ones that I've that that I've come to know and love, and others that I've I'd be really interested to try and sample. Um, I'm chuffed that there's a cider uh, maker in there as well, um, because there, there's been umpteen occasions where I've I've been, you know, not saddled with, but certainly joined by a a, a non craft beer drinker, and it can be quite difficult sometimes. And I commented on that on the the, the Ciba event. It's always nice to, for for beer festivals to provide a, an alternative, um, and that kind of softens the blow a little bit if it's if it's not a, a total crap beer nut that's going along. Um, but yeah, I mean, what 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 a di- diverse style of beer that you're going to be able to get. I mean, in dead end and holy goat, you're going to get some weird and wacky um, mixed firm, who knows what. Um, there, so you you could you could go across the whole style range, which you don't often see a lot of at beer festivals. I have to be perfectly honest. Um, that's that's oftentimes something that's missing. Um, you know, these the big a big dirty imperial stout or a big you know a, a weird and wacky cherry sour mixed firm beer. Uh, I yeah, I think I think the the variety is just fantastic. For, for such a for for such a small number of, of breweries, because it, you go up, you go to some of the we are beer ones, and there's fifty, sixty different breweries there, um, and it's you know they bring one beer, and you know that's the festival catered for. But it's it's quite difficult to get that sort of coverage for a smaller number of breweries. Yeah, it's our, um So we'll get in just kind of the next year. So again, just to remind people, so it's Gravity Beer Fest. It's um, I know you're all over social media and all the rest of it as well. Um, so if you haven't um, followed, then make sure you do. I think it's just Gravity Beer Fest or Gravity Beer Festival um, on Instagram and 
uh, Facebook yep. and stuff. And um, there is also a gravitybeerfestival.co.uk um, where you can get tickets and it gives you breweries and beer lists and um, what what timings for tickets and um, and all that kind of stuff as well, which I think having just that centralised venue makes it so easy because I know we've done, I've been part of a couple of festivals where get your tickets on this link or wherever it is and it's through whatever Eventbrite and like different stuff and it can just get, um, you, you've managed to like pull all the information in one hub, which I 100% appreciate considering um, obviously we put together this podcast pretty late doors, so I had to click on one link to find all the information that I needed as well, which okay. made, That's uh, good. Made, made my life easier. Um, That's good to hear that Ali and Emily are... Uh... Getting, I'm not surprised getting, with getting that combo. Yes, I'm not yeah, surprised yeah. with those two. Let's be honest. I'm not surprised. Um, in terms of, um, have you got? I know this is a really odd one to ask, but um, one is: are tickets still available? Yes, there are still tickets available. So yeah, recommend uh, get them in advance. Just it'll just make the whole process of getting in and getting glass and getting you know getting on with drinking much easier uh there will be tickets on the door depending on um you know some of the some of the sessions the saturday afternoon seems to be popular these days with festivals so i think that might be the first one that gets trickier so the saturday afternoons half past 12 to half past four if i remember correctly and then the saturday evening is six till ten that is also correct yeah and then the same time on Friday, six till ten. And then there's a there's it's actually a trade session on Friday afternoon from two till five. Um, but there are a limited number of tickets for uh, for people to attend that one as well. And uh, rub shoulders with brewers and and uh, podcasters and other people that might be along at that sort of thing. Very true. The a two till five on a Friday. Um, I, I can guarantee, I can guarantee you that I will one hundred percent be working in Edinburgh, and probably will be finishing <laughs> um, the old uh, prospecting and uh, uh, account management side of things in the summer hall area. Um, well, around... uh, you might find some of those accounts are coming to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Just that's stand true. still in the room, and you'll you'll be fine. Even better. There we go. Um, that's an absolute a, a dream. But I think, uh, like you say, the 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 pulling everybody together. It's the. I'm really chuffed that you mentioned that the brewers and stuff are going because what I like about stuff like this is it's the community kind of showcasing not just their beer but the beer from. The, the the UK as a whole, you know, and we're we're pulling from everywhere. We're London, we're Brighton, we're Birmingham, we're um, Newcastle yeah. area, we're, we're everywhere, you know, and yeah, um, all the way up to what we Dundee, probably the highest or whatever. Uh, oh, Bruton, got it right, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, cause that, where's that Fraserburgh or whatever? It's uh, up yeah. Uh, yeah, up that way. I've, yeah, it's I've like, been back next, next to the Robinson factory. North, north, north of Aberdeen, anyway. It's yeah. north. It's north, north. Yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, I think just to just to correct myself from earlier, I think Abyss is in Lewis actually, rather than Brighton. So it's just along the road. But I think yeah, that's technically where they are. Yeah, it's all the same. But it's like when we say Gav's from he's Eastbourne, which is like half an hour from Brighton and Lewis and yeah, yeah. and all that. It's northern from, France. It's but northern it, France. It also, <laughs> It also might have confused people that they thought it was Lewis the Island. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately not. Um, is it going to be an annual event? Are we going to have... Is yeah, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to think so. Um, I mean, one of the things you know, obviously, there there's some great breweries in Edinburgh and Scotland that aren't here uh, for this festival, and you know, and people have asked and said, you know, can we come along? Uh, we, you know, we the the things we we sort of had the lineup half in place or more than half in place before we even started publicising anything. So uh, it was quite long established, and I think because we've had a lot of interest. Uh, we would like to do it again. Um, you know, it rides a bit on this one being a success, but uh, you know, if everything goes well, yeah, we, we you know, I, you know, we've got a great opportunity with the venue that we've got. There's bigger rooms that we could move to if the demand's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd probably keep this sort of slot. I think uh, it, you know, there's there's quite a lot of spring summer festivals. There are there are fewer this time of year it seems, um, the only the only challenge that September presents in Edinburgh is is, is just trying to wake everybody up after the festival because yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's really funny because I was looking at the reach figures for for social media through August and it was like nothing, <laughs> as you'd imagine because there's quite a few other things other distractions in Edinburgh at that time and then it's actually picking up now so uh, that's the, uh, the the one challenge of September is that there's 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 a lot of noise the month before that you have to um, you have to kind of just wait for it to to, to stop and then uh, and, and then make a um, and then you know get some publicity afterwards kind of thing yeah but Edinburgh. yeah um yeah we're we're hopeful that it uh, it all goes well um and you know i think the good thing is a lot of things are in place in that you know we we've done these sort of festivals ourselves as have the breweries that are attending so everybody kind of knows what they're in for summer hall are very you know efficient at running events you know they set up the box office they know in terms of the what they need in terms of just front of house and just making everything run smoothly so i'm hopeful that you know even though it's the first one that it would you know it should run pretty well uh and then in terms of because it's you know because we've got the brewery we've, we've got the logistics for getting the beer in in advance and storing it it's not like it's a venue where we only get access the morning of the festival and you have to just you know rush everything in so uh yeah i'm i'm hopeful that everything will run well uh although i'm sure this time next week i'll be pulling my hair out and uh getting stressed but hey that just goes with the territory of running an event i think I think you're 100% right. And if everything goes right, that'll be a miracle, I think. It's always the same. <laughs> yeah, make, there'll you know, be something. Yeah. There's always something. But it's, yeah. like you say, you're in a, an event space. Your brewery is on site, you know. So at the end of the day, if something doesn't happen, I'm sure you're going to have some extra beer you could tap up. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, there's, there's ways. Yeah. I mean, I think the yeah, the. And I'm sure everybody's making good provision for this. So, that you know, the beer is going to be arriving in the next few days. You know, he's just making sure because haulage companies are always good at losing things and not doing quite what they're supposed to. But, uh, you know, again, every, it's, it's like everybody who's involved is, are experienced at doing festivals. It's just we haven't done one here. So, uh, what was it someone said to me the other day? It was something like, if I knew um, distribution was so difficult, I would never have bothered setting up in the first place or something like that. And I just thought, it just shows you, you know, we, you know, luckily, no, I've never had to deal with it um, yeah. on that such a scale. But um, I know from my day to day job, like getting, even just getting something A to B when it's managed in house or whatever is sometimes yeah. challenging. Never mind yeah. when you have to 
leave it to someone and, else. Exactly. And as you said, there's always something you weren't expecting, right? So Perfect. Um, I don't think there's too much else. So um, the best place for uh, you to get your tickets is um, the gravitybeerfestival.co.uk, like online. You would say? Yeah, I think yeah, because all the links are there, and you can see there's there's more information there in terms of the lineup and the times and stuff. Um, yeah. Also, Summerhall website. I mean, that, the link actually takes you through to Summerhall's website where the ticketing's because yeah. we're using their back, their box office. Um, so yeah, it's all in one place. Um, just a quick mention to our sponsors because uh, you know that's another thing that we've we've been really fortunate with, and it wouldn't happen without them. So, in no particular order, uh, so Athletic Brewing, we're going to do some tasting and and a, and a talk. Oh yeah, there's also talks as well. We haven't talked uh, about I was that. I, I was going to mention this. <laughs> oh but, good, okay, but, we'll come back but, to that then. Um, um, Leaf yeah. Bottle Shop, uh, Simpsons Malt, Bathhouse Hops, and Beer Fifty Two are the other sponsors. So, nice. uh, they're they're also you know it's all oh and Lumo, sorry, the flyer I've got is. Uh, uh, Lumo trains are also uh, helping us out as well. So yeah, it's it's a a good list of sponsors too. Yeah, I was going to finish with just on the tasting because it was something Ali and I had a, a good blather about. Um, and if one of our closest mates decided to get his finger out and book a stag do well in advance, we would have been there with our bells and whistles on doing beer tastings and pairings all weekend. But we're just having to sacrifice and go to Amsterdam for the weekend and drink beer um, at the Stag. So, but by the looks of it, um, he's run some good hands and um, got some really interesting uh, collabs. Um, I'm seeing collabs uh, lined up in terms of talks and breweries um, are going to spend a bit of time with um, the the punters, kind of showcasing their beer and. Um, kind of how they're making and stuff like that. So um, let me just see. We've got the Friday evening. I know I had read, I know it's Johnny uh, from Holy Goat was going to be doing uh, a tasting, which I basically scribbled as a not unmissable if you're going to the Friday. I think uh, kind of get in the background to uh, whatever weird and wonderful stuff that's going to show up will be well worth well worth the time and the fact that you've got that the is in the lecture theater you're doing it it is it? yeah yeah i mean if a, anybody who's not been to summer hall either it, it is a really cool spot in terms of the venue so as i say we've got the main hall and the gallery uh and then the old uh anatomy lecture theater which is one of the last remaining kind of wooden old school you know like you see in films, so lecture cool. theater yeah. space so yeah it's 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 really cool as well just to hang out yeah. Um, I think I, I I remember sending pictures to the boys about it when I came in and seen uh, Summer Hall when we were talking right, about it, amazing. and I was just like, even just to do lectures in there would be cool, you know. I would <laughs> actually, like, you it's like something out of Burke and Hare, like it really is. Yeah, yeah, proper, totally. proper yeah. old, proper old school. Old yeah. school. It looks brilliant. Um, we've got um, so uh, is it Henry Henry Kirk from is it Sunken? No. Uh, uh, yes, Henry is. Uh, so was uh, if I'm, you you know better than me. You're looking at the program. I am I looking at the program. Yeah, that's so Henry uh, class- that was at dark that was at dark star, and he's got a new venture. So I think he's talking about his journey and where he's got to with yeah. that. Uh, be, so that. That's a very very cool. We've got Abyss on Saturday during the day, and obviously McCall's um, as well doing some beer. They're both doing beer tastings, which 
against yep. even even better. And then um, Barney's uh, and Brew York are doing um, some Saturday evening tasting. So you are going to have to be well behaved. Is that yourself or is it Ali <laughs> that's going to get? Um, so I, uh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, we haven't figured that one out. I mean, I'd, I'd volunteered for it, but it depends which. I mean, it's going to involve tasting some beer. So uh, I guess. I've kind of got the stories from you know from me starting out, and Ali's got all the uh, he's got all the good chat when it comes to tasting. So yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll figure that one out. Maybe we'll so, do a double act. Who knows? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, "There's a double act if I've ever seen." Or heard. <laughs> um, that's for, that's for sure. Um, I think it's just a, such a nice wee wrinkle or a wee addition. The wrinkle's not the right word. Addition to beer festivals and just really opening the doors to like behind the scenes and getting to know brewers like why the beer tastes like that and everybody's palates are different you know what you think of a beer and the person next to you 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 could be totally off and then you know you could say well you know it's supposed to taste like y or x or something and you're thinking no but it's just that additional interaction and experience that comes it's not just go and have a piss up with your mates and you know down as many beers as humanly possible there is a bit of let's educate people on why the beer is this way and don't worry, there is still probably going to be a high amount of let's go and try as many beers as possible but at the same time yeah. if you can slow that pace down and yeah. allow other people to uh enjoy the process behind the beer because at the end of the day that's wait that's the bit that you guys we love it's it's not the beer at the end of it is the obviously the end goal but it's the it's the steps beforehand that you know the whole journey and it's not the ending and all that fun like philosophical stuff that we could touch on base but i think it's just such a good wee uh, addition to um to the festival for sure yeah grand are you anything else you would like to add any any other plugs uh you've given me and there's far too much of your time already um so if there's not then i'm quite happy to throw the um the links and everything on the episode and we'll do a bit of promotion for you that sounds great yes Absolutely. thank you thank you for inviting me on um yeah no problem yeah, gutted, at all. gutted so... we're going to be missing it and uh, <laughs> uh, fingers crossed fingers crossed for a uh, gravity 2024 and we yeah, can yeah. Uh, and we'll, you'll be there bells and whistles that's for sure that's for that's sure good so as i mentioned uh gravitybeerfestival.co.uk uh, get on the website, uh, get on the um, social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I know um, Amelia and Ali are all over um, pictures, posted and all the rest of it. So looking forward to seeing all that. Like I mentioned, thirty-seven fifty a ticket gets you your glass in hand and entry and you can go um, and explore all 15 breweries that we mentioned. An absolutely incredible, incredible uh, lineup of um of breweries i'm not going to run through them all again but uh um well worth the value of the ticket put it that way in terms of what the beer is going to be um coming in and if you've listened this far to the podcast then thank you um we obviously appreciate all the support that we get through uh, uh all our social medias um we the our podcast is powered by Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. So if you can support, please do. There is a bit of additional content on there with the Road to the Fridges as the series on there right this moment. So if you want to get 
um, behind the scenes look at who's in and who's not um, into our um, end of season awards and our the People's Choice uh, Brewery of the Year, which is the Anchorman Battle Royale of uh, breweries. So we start with 64 breweries and we whittle it down to one and every decision is made by you, the listener. It's nothing to do with us. We just populate the big bracket and let the breweries go and fight it out. Um, And we have a laugh and uh, taunt and talk quite a bit of shit um, the whole way through it. Um, But that's the fun aspect of it as well. So as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, Callum, cheers, mate. And thank you very much. Thank you. Good old.